Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So I was rereading your book, The How Not to Suck at Life, The Tips for Teens, which offers a lot of just really good advice that, man, do I wish I had when I was younger. But really, these this is you know stuff that helps people of all ages, right? Uh, even our listeners who are probably a little bit younger. But there was one tip that really stuck out to me today. And, you know, last episode we did something about villains and we do a lot of, because we're talking about history, there's a lot of bad things, you know, in the world that we've learned about. So I thought this tip would be really fun because it's a little bit more happy <laughs> and optimistic. Mm-hmm. So today I want to talk about um, the rule or the, sorry, not the rule, the tip that says pay it forward. So let's talk about first, what does that mean? You know, I think there's this this belief in society that we think, you know, when someone does something nice for us, we should pay them back. We should do something nice in return, right? Which is a good way to think, right? I think that's great. But what if in addition to that, we did something nice in return or not nice in return, but nice forward, like we did it nice to someone else, someone that hasn't even helped us, maybe even someone we don't even know personally, right? So you had this great example in the book about, I think it was a Dairy Queen drive through Yeah. Remember the story? Yeah, this is, uh... <laughs> that's funny. I'm, I uh, was just remembering the, um, the situation. Okay, so... <laughs> Many restaurants, this was during COVID, right? A lot of restaurants uh, could not open their dining areas. They couldn't let people inside to eat because of all these government restrictions. And so you would have the drive throughs would be open, and that was the only way that they could serve people. So there was a guy who paid for his meal at a Dairy Queen in Minnesota, as I recall, and then he paid for the person behind him. And, and I've heard of people doing this before. My family's done this before. It's kind of fun to do. And uh, But this guy in particular, it triggered a cascade effect, perhaps because this was, you know, right at the start of COVID and people are trying to help one another and, you know, get through these economic uh, challenges because the government was shutting everything down. And so this guy, when he uh, contributed or when he paid for the meal in the car behind him, it it, it kind of had this domino effect. Over 900 cars, families, paid it forward over the course of the next three days. So what would happen is that first car, right, they'd pull up and and uh, they'd say, oh, the person in front of you paid for your meal. And imagine if that happened to you. You're, you're sitting at a drive-thru and you're expecting to shell out, you know, 35 bucks for you and a friend or a sibling or whatever. And you hand them your card like, oh, no, it's been paid for already. And, uh, you know, you'd feel good, right? You'd feel happy. And the question for you, though, not you, Brittany, but the listeners is, or all of us, frankly, is would we then pay it forward? Or would we just be like, oh, that's cool. Yay, yay me. And I get to go on my way. Well, in this case, I don't know if maybe the Dairy Queen workers were kind of like nudging it along and like, oh, hey, you want to keep the trend going? Like, like imagine after like 500 people have done this, you don't want to be the person who breaks the chain, right? Yep. <laughs> so even if they say, oh, the, the car behind you, they ordered like $300 worth of food because they have a massive you know party that they're doing. Like, I'm sure there were some situations like that where they're like, oh, OK, I'll keep the chain going, you know, and, and they did over 900 people. And uh, and so one customer said, you know, during times like these, this restores your faith in humanity because they were going through all these challenges. We all were. And and they were trying to help one another. 
and you see a lot of you know anger and toxicity in our society and so what they saw i mean imagine if you were the dairy queen worker how fun would that be mm -hmm. right to just kind of constantly be seeing people's faces light up oh someone paid for me you know and just see that charity over the course of three days um and, and so for me the lesson Brittany, is that it's hard to see a lot of times but i think that our lives are full of people serving us and so the question is do we do we see that do we see what our parents have done for us do we see what our siblings what our friends what our neighbors people at our church people you know colleagues at work do we really take notice of the people who are helping us even in small ways i feel like charity is kind of contagious in that way it can make us feel good uh, but you can light someone's day up if you just do that little act of service I like that you said in small ways because I wanted to, you know, talk about this. Maybe our, our listeners don't have, uh, you know, enough allowance or however they make money to 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 pay it forward with buying somebody food or something. But like even small things, like I don't know if you've ever been in a restaurant and somebody's like jacket has fallen off their chair and the jacket's on the ground, and you pick it up and you just say, "Hey, your jacket fell." And I know that seems little, but I know when that's happened to me, it just kind of reminds me of like, hey. That was just a nice thing to do. You know, you could have walked by. I've probably walked by when things like that happen a lot, not even realizing. But when someone takes the time to acknowledge like, oh, that's just something small I can do for someone, it just makes me feel better and it makes me want to do the same thing. And it's it's such a weird thing because, again, like this is such a small, tiny little thing, but you never know if someone's having like a really bad day. And maybe they're having a really bad outlook on the world and they're thinking, you know, every, everything's unfair. There's so much, you know, bad things. And right now I think it's easy to see that there's a lot of bad things or that we're a lot of divided. We're very divided, excuse me, as a people because we see that on the news, right? We see it with people being woke and then trying mm -hmm. to get mad at people who aren't. And there just seems to be a lot of po political divisive uh, divisiveness. And so when you do these tiny, nice things, I think it's also a reminder that we're all people that we're all just individuals trying to to get by, trying to do um, our best, right? And that's that's a big thing to remember. <laughs> so I don't know. It's funny. When I was um, originally thinking of this episode, I was like, oh, maybe we can give examples of things we've done to pay it forward. And I was like, no, because I don't like that. I think it's better to think of examples when we've had something paid forward to us. Mm. And the interesting thing you mentioned is maybe we don't even like see it because I think of, like you said, parents or maybe even friends that – have gone out of their way to help us when they didn't have the time or they didn't have the resources, but they they put that aside. I know that I've had many friends who've given me, because I don't drive here in DC, who've given me rides places and maybe they had something to do. It was something small, but that makes me want to to give service to others. Can you think of anything that's happened to you or your family, Connor? Yeah, th this will be kind of a different one uh, than what most people experience, but it's one I can relate to. Uh, when I was first uh, learning how to write books, and publish books, uh, I had to learn a lot. And I actually, you know, learned a lot from people who recorded YouTube videos about it or had done podcasts about it, these people who, you know, created content to teach. And, uh, and, and that was very useful to me. So my version of paying it forward now that we've, you know, published and sold a lot of books, I often get people reaching out who are aspiring authors. And probably about once a week, maybe once every other week, I have a conversation with someone who <clears throat> is thinking of writing a book or maybe they have written a book and they're just trying to figure out how to sell more copies, how to you know, spread the word. And so I will take time. This is a, an important part of 
uh, of what I do. I like being able to give back in that way because I know that where I am now, I've, I've gotten a benefit from a lot of other people. Um, and so I want to pay it forward and help other people just like I was helped. I didn't have any person in my life directly because uh, I didn't really know. I mean, my mom had written a bunch of books and so forth. So there were some I people. Didn't know that. Yeah, there were some people that I had kind of learned from that way. But I kind of was a, a child of the Internet. And so I, I learned that way. And then and so I try and pay it forward that way. Another example that I can think of is um, in uh, my church years ago, back during kind of the pioneer era, there was this program called the Perpetual Immigration Fund. And what they would do is they would give immigrants to America money to make the ship voyage and the, you know, the pioneer trek. Uh, they would they would pay for them to be able to get there. And then as those people would, you know, work and, and you know, start a farm and be able to sell things and so forth, they would then pay it forward and contribute back into the fund to help future immigrants. This is kind of the idea behind social security, which is it's totally backwards because the government's like, oh, hey, all you old people, you've been paying into social security your whole lives. Um, and so now you're going to get some money in your old age. And hey, all you young people, we're going to force you to. So that's the problem is that it's coercion rather than a voluntary, uh, voluntary thing. But I think, you know, the same thing happens today over and over again. You see all these charitable activities, whether it's you know, churches or community groups or nonprofits and uh, colleges is a big one. Not that I love college at all, but a lot of people who are very successful in their career will donate to their quote unquote alma mater. It just means the school that they graduated from because they feel like that was a big part of their lives and their career success could possibly be attributed in large, you know, to a large degree to graduating from college. And so they then fund scholarships and buildings and all kinds of stuff. And that's a huge model where the colleges recognize that they can encourage people to pay it forward for other students who need an education too. So you see this model all over the place. The question is, you know, whether it's big like that example with uh, colleges or immigration or things like that, or if it's small, just that, you know, someone paid you a compliment said, hey, you look really good today. I like that outfit. Oh, thank you. Okay, great. Now, when, when you receive something good like that, make a decision to say, okay, I'm going to pay it forward. I'm going to, I liked getting that compliment. I'm going to use that as an opportunity for me to think, who can I give a compliment to and kind of keep that chain of happiness going? Yeah. And one thing, to, I mean, it, like you said, it could be, could be anything. Just one story to share. Um, one thing I really admired about my parents is they had when they first had their my older brothers and sisters all three of them it was really close together and they were very young they got married very young and so they were they experienced a time when they were really poor and it was hard to hard to feed you know the the kids and so they made an effort every christmas to find families that were struggling and to do it anonymously, which I thought was really nice. Not that you have to. I don't think there's anything wrong with not doing it anonymous, anonymously. But so they would go and they had more as, as when I was born and they were in a better financial place where they would go buy a bunch of gifts for the kids and clothes and things that they knew they need. And they would just like leave it on their doorstep and, and you know, drive away, make sure they got it, obviously. But that always that always made me happy because, again, people in that position may not be able to pay it forward in the way that my parents 
were able to pay it forward. But maybe someday their circumstances will change like my parents, you know, and they'll be able to do something for somebody else. In fact, I think my parents said that they had something like that happen to them when they were really young. And so that just that they remembered that they remember that and they wanted to help. And I think it's so important, again, just because we tend to just think the world is such a bad, scary place. And there have been crazy things that have happened, like COVID, like, you know, we talked about in the beginning. That was such a crazy time. And I think there was an idea that we were all going to, like, unite together. And then it became so political and it became just so ugly in a lot of ways. And so it's really nice to remember these stories and remember acts of kindness, to remember that the world isn't all a dark or scary place, right? There's there's yeah. darkness and there is light. And I think the best way to overcome darkness and bad things is to be a light in the world. I'll and share do that. Uh, yeah, an- do another quick example before we wrap up that may be easy for the kids and the families listening to do. Uh, I don't know what this is called, uh, but I remember during Halloween, th- this has been done during Valentine's Day and other holidays, but I, I remember most recently uh, in our neighborhood, uh, my wife, uh, she didn't start this. She actually found it on Pinterest or I don't know where, TikTok or something. And uh, it's called booing someone. And so there's someone has designed this little uh, paper that you tape to someone's door or someone would tape to their door. And it says, we've been booed. And uh, and it basically means that someone has done a, a random act of kindness for us. Typically, it's just dropping off a, a plate of cookies or something, and it's all anonymous. And so what you do is you go and you, uh, in secret, you know, drop whatever the gift is on the person's doorstep. You doorbell ditch, you run away, and then there's a paper underneath the plate of cookies or whatever it is that says you've been booed. Here's a QR code that you can scan and put the paper on your door so that everyone knows that you've been booed. And the whole idea is to get the neighborhood doing this for each other, right? And pretty soon you see these papers kind of popping up on a bunch of doors. And then if you get one, you're like, oh, okay, now it's my turn. It's like the, you know, what was it? The ALS bucket challenge. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> dipe, dump ice on. And then at the end they would say, and I challenge, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so. And that was how the the ice challenge spread because people would be like, oh, okay, now, now I've got to do this. And then I'm going to go challenge other people. It has this built-in kind of viral mechanism. And so whether it's getting booed or, you know, Cupid shot me if it's Valentine's Day or whatever, there's all these little gimmicks and fun projects you can do in your neighborhood to say, let's go do something kind for some of our neighbors, but let's build in this little mechanism so that we're encouraging them to pay it forward. And that's not a big thing, but imagine if you're in a neighborhood where you don't know a lot of people and there aren't really like a a tightly knit community. If you take some time to just go and do this little act of kindness, they're going to feel happier about living where they do. And then they're going to go do it for their neighbors and it'll it'll trickle. And and so it doesn't have to be a big thing. You could just bake a plate of cookies, take it to a neighbor. Like you said, Brittany, it could be in secret. It could not be in secret. Uh, But the little the little acts, I think, add up and encourage people to go pay it forward for other people. I think that's how we improve our society. I think that's how we create community, create friends, make the world a better place. It all starts with you and I doing something small. Brittany, great conversation as always. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.